0: Moments of Encounter is a weekly live broadcast brought to you by Calvary Way Revival Labors through God's servant, Chide Bele Odeze. The teachings are focused on building the church and raising men that will do exploits in this end time. This message and many more can be downloaded from our website www.calvarywayonline.org or our Facebook and Telegram pages at Calvary Way Revival Labors. May you have a life-changing encounter as you listen.
1: of Jesus Christ. Thank you once again. We believe it and it is so. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Please be seated. We have a very important topic tonight. Very serious and I would like all of us to pay great attention to this aspect the Lord is unveiling to us from tonight, from today we are now into looking at the dimensions of the operational power of faith. You know, true faith in God that will produce results has three dimensions of its operational power, which are the receiving power of faith, the transfer the overcoming power, and the performing power. To enjoy the full benefit of faith, one must learn to operate all the three dimensions of faith power. This will form the focus of our study from now. Remember that our team is still on the overcoming faith. We are going to start with looking at the receiving power of faith. What is the receiving power of faith? The receiving power of faith is the ability to receive things from God by faith. Simple. The ability to receive things from God by faith. We first of all need to establish that without faith, it is not possible to receive anything from God. James chapter 1 verse 5 said, if you lack wisdom, ask God Who gives to all men liberally Verse 6 says But ask in faith Let him ask in faith Not in wavering For he that wavereth is like the wave of the sea Driven with wind and tossed." Verse 7, very important For let not that man think That he shall receive anything from the Lord a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways he said that man that is not acting in faith that is not walking in faith should not think that he should receive anything anything is anything you can't receive anything from god if you are not approaching him with faith many believers wonder why they pray some you know cry to god Over issues, some certain, you know, problems, some certain needs in their life without receiving any answer, you know, from their prayers. The truth is that it is possible to pray without having faith in God. Very possible. Hence, if you do that kind of prayer, you will not receive any answer from Him. Remember that one of our definitions of faith, when we are trying to understand the overcoming faith in the first message in this series, is that faith is the hand with which we receive things from God. If God wants to give you something and you don't have a hand to collect it, that thing will not be yours. On the side of God is very willing to give it to you, and on your side you are very willing to receive it too. But the problem is that you don't have the means of receiving it you must understand the way spiritual principles such as faith operates god is not moved by your desires your cry your cries your prayers if you don't do all of those in faith now we are quickly going into how to activate the receiving power of faith how do we enter into the realms of you know receiving things from god by faith and there are five of them we are going to consider This evening. And I want us to start quickly with the first one. The first way to activate the receiving power of faith is by asking. In Matthew chapter 7. Turn your Bibles to Matthew chapter 7. Verse 7 said, Ask and you shall what? It shall be given to you. Seek and you shall find. Knock and it shall be opened unto you. Verse 8. For everyone that asks it, receive it. and he that seeketh, findeth, and to him that knocketh, it shall be opened. Amen. Verse 8 revealed that to the person that acts, it shall be given. Everyone that asks receives. So, if you don't ask, you will not receive. The Lord Jesus said, Don't wish that God will give it to you. Don't assume that he knows that you need it. Ask and you shall receive. In John chapter 3 verse 27, John the Baptist said something that is very touching. He said that no one can receive anything except it is given unto him from heaven. John 3.27 Nobody No no one means no one You know what happened in that place was that The disciples of John came and told him that That man you baptized Is now baptizing and people are running towards his baptismal ministry Abandoning your own that baptised him And John said Please all of you should be quiet That man are seen and all the people that are flocking towards his baptismal ministry he has received that in his doing from heaven why people are flocking towards him now is because he has collected something from where? from above John the Baptist was one man that the record showed us that in six months the revival that shook the whole land of Israel took place six months the temple were abandoned because the worshipers found themselves in the wilderness. Of course, even the Pharisees that are supposed to be teaching the Bible, I mean the Lord of Moses in the temple, they were found inside the wilderness because nobody to teach. Everything shifted towards John. He he, he was not even doing miracle, but there is a an irresistible force. You know, it is when somebody is doing miracles that people are drawn to him. John the Bible says, John did no miracle. There was an irresistible force that was drawing the soldiers, the the tax collectors, everybody. And they are not going there for joke. They are going there for repentance. They will line up group after group saying, what shall we do? We are sorry. And he will tell them, repent. And make sure you bear the fruit of repentance. The Pharisees, they are the only people that did not repent. They only went there because nobody was in the temple for them to teach the Lord of Moses. If you are a businessman and you open your shop and notice that nobody's coming, everybody's going somewhere and you stay for three days, what are you going to do? You find people and, and you know begin to, before you die before your time. They couldn't find anybody in the temple. That's why they ran also to the wilderness. Amen. Now, but John said what I have done in six months, how God has used me in six months and this kind of thing that I collected it from above. And this man you are seeing has also collected his own. That's why it is happening there now. Amen. Now, you must you must know, you must establish in your heart that if you don't ask, you will not receive. You can only activate the receiving part of faith by what? Asking. Look at James chapter 4. Look at James chapter 4. Some people, instead of asking and receiving their own, they start criticizing. The, the disciples of John were calling his attention towards Jesus so that he will start doing something. But John said, No, no, no. That man you see, he has collected something from heaven because he demanded for it. He asked. In James chapter 4, we saw believers. That letter was written to believers, not unbelievers. We saw believers that are beginning to. Fight one another, they are beginning to quarrel with one another. He said, From whence come wars and fighting among you. Where did you come from? Where did wars and fighting and came into your midst as children of God? He said, Didn't they come from your lust that war in your members? Verse 2 said, You are lost and have not, and because of that, you will kill. you will kill people with your mouth. You desire to have, and you cannot obtain. As a result, you start fighting and quarrelling. You fight and war. He said, "Yet the reason be- that the reason why you did not have is because of what? You ask not. You ask not. That is why you have not. Eh? And so when you see somebody that have." You start criticizing the person. When you see somebody that half, you start the sin of envy. The sin of, you know, quarreling and fighting. That's why you see, even among ministers, they are not happy with themselves. Because maybe somebody that started, you know, after you started, is now doing better than you. Why would not you go and collect what the person collected? The Bible said God gives liberally. Hallelujah. Now listen. You know, the problem with the prodigal son's elder brother Prodigal son has elder brother, do you remember? The story is in Luke 15 The problem of that young man, when he came back from the farm eh? He came back from the farm and noticed that his you know, brother that you know, left the house with half of the father's goods Has been received back and they were rejoicing and dancing He asked one of the servants, what is happening in the house? They told him that your brother has come back and your father has killed the fatted cow and we are rejoicing. The Bible says he became so angry that he refused to go in. The father came and said, Ah, please come now, let us rejoice. Your brother has been lost. He's, look at what he said to the father. Look at verse 29. He said to him, No, look, that is, see, this many years do I serve thee. Neither transgress I at any time thy commandment, service, and holiness. Are you seeing it? He said, I have served you for these many years, fervently serving you, and I have not transgressed your commandment at any time. That is what we call righteousness. The young man was very, you know, righteous. Serving God, serving his father in righteousness and holiness. For many years, he never disobeyed. Look at what he said. He said, yet thou never givest me a kid. A kid. That I may I might make merry with my friends. But as soon as this thy son, this your son, no longer his brother. Which has devoured thy living with her lot. Thou has killed for him The fatted cow What is that? Complain, anger, envy Jealousy Inside fighting He was not happy with the father For receiving the brother He was not happy With the brother Either Look at his mindset He was thinking That his father should have given him Something Because of his many years of service and his righteousness. Without knowing that the reason why he has not collected anything from his father is because he has not opened his mouth one day and said, Give me. His brother who knows how to ask, woke up one morning and said, Father, give me the portion of your, your property that belongs to me. The young man knows how to ask When he finished it And needed to go back He said let me go again and ask He came back and asked again and received again Those that are asking are those that are receiving You may be serving God righteously We have so many people like that They wonder why they are living in abject poverty It's not because God is not seeing your righteous service He's seeing the years you are putting into his work and you know some of, some of some of them are complaining. They are like, "Why should it be like that?" I have seen ministers that are living in borrowing. They will borrow to pay their house rent. Excuse me. The, the life of a servant of God is not supposed to be like that. But the reason why it is like that in most cases is not because God is not willing to bless that man. Just because the man doesn't know that. It is not your service that makes you to collect something from God. It is not even your righteousness that makes you to collect something from God. What is it that makes you to collect your own portion? Ask. If you don't ask, you will not receive. If you don't ask, one way to receive is to do what? You see, some of us are are thinking that you know because you have waited faithfully for some times, you know, as you are serving God, and things did not change positively, you know that there is a problem with your your life. Some some we so I've seen people that got got real offended with God. I've seen people that say, "I'm giving you." I'm giving you just this year To bless me If you don't bless me this year You know, I've seen people Say that kind of thing But the problem is that Such people There is this mindset Which is very wrong You must learn to open your mouth And ask You don't begin to think You see, the issue of mindset is not a smart thing That's why I'm dwelling on it because his mindset rules you, rules your actions, rules your reactions too. Something is making you to think that God should know that He should bless me. After all, I served Him during my secondary school as the president of my secondary school fellowship. I served Him during my university days as the president of my campus fellowship. When I was in NCCF, I served Him as you know, state coordinator or state uh, uh, sisters coordinator now, even now, as I have finished your service, I'm still serving him faithfully in my church in in discipleship, I'm still serving him why is it that he cannot give me a job why is it that he cannot bless me financially, you know, something is making you to feel that because I have served him he should understand that he should bless me all these many years, that was the mindset of the prodigal son's brother he doesn't understand the way God works, you must articulate what you are to ask him and bring out time to ask. I don't know how to emphasize this. If you read this Matthew chapter 7, verse 7, from uh, Amplified Version, you hear where he was saying, ask and keep on asking. Hey, maybe God will help us. I may need to revisit that uh, verse or that portion before we, we conclude the message. Now, it is not only... In the ministry, that this kind of thing happened, several people in several areas of life, they are they kept on assuming, and you know God keep crying in Isaiah five thirteen and Hosea chapter four verse six. Say, my people, they are perishing because they don't understand me. They lack the knowledge of my ways. He say they have been led into captivity because they don't know the way I operate. I pray that the light of God will shine upon somebody's eyes today so that you will understand the principles of God that does not change. Ecclesiastes 10.15 says that the labor of the foolish wearies every one of them because they don't know the way to the city. Even for Christ, do you know that before he will collect anything from God, from God the Father he must ask. In Psalm 2 verse 8, God the Father told him, Son, ask of me of the nations and I will give them to you for an inheritance that is to say if even though you are my son you must ask me for the nations before I give them to you you can't expect me to give the nations to you without asking it's a principle it's not something you can say I forgot you can't forget it otherwise you will keep suffering do you know that in 1st Kings in 1st Kings chapter 3 Solomon went to Gibeon After he has been made a king And offered a thousand sacrifices And the Bible said God visited him in the dream And said Solomon I have seen your sacrifices Now I want you to ask of me What you want me to do for you And Solomon said I need an understanding heart So that I will be able to judge your people Because I am a child And these people are too many Now look at it God said to Solomon I want to give you something but I can't give you until you ask Ask me Eh? Ask me So if Solomon has asked nothing The truth is that he would have received nothing It's a law We are not just talking about a sentence You know some of you will read that statement And you see it as a sentence I'm spending time on it because it's a law you must have the spirit of, of, of a son to approach your father and say, Father, give to me this which I need. Amen. There are the second uh, way of activating the receiving power of faith is by acting according to the will of God. What is the first way? By action. The second way is making us to understand that it is important you discover the will of God before you ask. Otherwise, your action will not activate the receiving power of faith. Can you turn your Bibles to 1 John chapter 5, verse 14 to verse 15? 1 John chapter 5, verse 14 to 15. To verse 15. Are you there? And this is the confidence that we have in him. That if we ask anything according to his will, he heareth us. And if we know that he hear us whatsoever we ask, we know that we have the petitions that we desire of him. This is the confidence that we have. That if we ask anything according to his will he heareth us so what if you ask but not according to his will excuse me what will happen he will not hear you every prayer that is prayed but not according to the will of god did not get to the ear of god says the bible the only prayer that god hears is the one that is according to his will so it's not about saying, I have been asking. Please, can, can, can you properly shape what you are asking? Is it according to the will of God? It is when your asking synchronizes with the will of God that you can be sure that he hears. And the moment he hears, verse 15 said, you can be sure that he will answer it. James chapter 4 said the same thing. Look at verse, verse 3 now. We have read verse 1 and 2. Now look at verse 3. Verse 3 said You ask and receive not Why? Because you are asking amiss That's number one Number two So that you will consume it upon your lust What does it mean to ask amiss? To ask amiss Is to ask some things From God But not according to his will You don't expect God To do what is not his will no, he, he doesn't do that Whatever prayer that God will answer Must be prayed according to his will So if you are asking You will be asking miss Unless you have decided Decided to determine that what you are asking is, is his will before you start asking So excuse me please It is wise Very wise Before ever you pray any prayer points To find out whether this prayer point is according to His will, if you don't do that and you are praying amiss, tell me, please, is that not wasting time? Why will you be wasting your time asking amiss? You must be able to determine that what you are asking is according to His will, and then he said again, "You ask and receive not; you ask." And receive not Why? Because you want to consume The answer of what you are receiving Upon your lust Upon your desires Look at Solomon Eh? What he asked God said to Solomon He said to him That was in verse 11 Because you did not ask riches for yourself because you did not ask long life for yourself because you did not ask the life of your enemies that your enemies will fall and die because you didn't ask that they will die but you asked me to give you wisdom and understanding for you to be able to judge my people because you are conscious of what you will do for my people I am giving you what you ask, and I will also give you the ones you did not ask. I will add riches, everything to you. There is something in that place. I want you to see that quickly, because sometimes we don't understand. You know, if you even even when you read what Jesus said in the book of um, John chapter John chapter two, um, 14 verse twelve. 13, 14. He said, whatever you ask in my name, I will do it. Somebody may read that kind of uh, scripture and say, eh, whatever, whatever. Okay, let me ask whatever. You must bring scriptures together to be able to balance them. Otherwise, you'll be wasting your time and wasting your life. The asking of Solomon was not for himself. I don't know whether you are getting that. He said, You ask and receive, and you receive not because you want to consume it upon your lust. What was bothering Solomon was not about him, it's about the people of God that God has given to him. Do you know that this answer and this transaction happened in the dream? I don't know whether you're getting me. It is a man's soul that is in the dream. So this matter was bothering Solomon physically. He was he kept on thinking about it, kept on how can I do this? And when he entered into the dream, God said, Asked something. That thing that was bothering him that followed him into the dream, that was what came out of his mouth. I don't know where you are getting what I'm talking about. What you are, you know that sometimes when you have thought about something for a while, when you when you sleep, what happened? You see yourself. To show you that this is your soul. Solomon's desire is not for him to become the richest king on earth and then be making out with it. His desire and concern is about the people of God. No wonder Jesus said in Matthew 6, Seek you the kingdom of God and his righteousness. What will happen to you? Please let me tell you the truth. If you, 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 you read the last prayer. The prayer that Jesus taught to the disciples. He said, Thy kingdom come, and thy will be done on earth, as it is done in heaven. Your kingdom come, and your will be done on earth, as it is in heaven. Those two things are together. The kingdom of God, and the will of God. If the kingdom of God has come in your life, then the only thing that will be concerning you is just his way. And that is why those who are seeking his kingdom are actually those who are seeking his way. And that was why he said, if you are seeking the kingdom, to advance the kingdom of God by your life, by your job, by your business, by your marriage, he said, every other thing shall be added unto you. If you want to know whether the car you are asking God to give you is according to the will of god ask yourself when this car arrives what purpose will it serve the kingdom of god otherwise asking for a car is asking a miss you are asking for a car to consume car on your lust, and the bible says you will receive not some of you say i want to marry why do you want to marry oh god give me my husband oh god why what is your purpose? I'm asking you a believing sister or a believing brother. You want to marry because you feel that your men are marrying. You want to marry because you feel that or maybe the way your parents are talking to you or people are telling you you need to marry. You know, you are just feeling I need to marry. There's no kingdom of God advancement agenda around your marriage. And that is why you will ask, oh God, give me husband. Give me this, give me that. And it will not work You want to start a business? Please find out. Because it is when you discover the kingdom advancement agenda in that business that you can be sure that that business that you are asking God money to start is according to his will. What are we saying? Everything that you are going to ask God that will be according to his will must come under the jurisdiction of the kingdom of God it must come under the influence of the kingdom of God if there is no kingdom agenda concerning what you are asking God I'm telling you you will not be able to receive it from God I didn't say that the devil will not give it to you I hope you know the devil can give I'm not talking about receiving from the devil many many people have received from the devil I remember a young man preaching to him and asking him to give his life to Christ he said that he doesn't want to give his life to Christ I say, why? He said some time ago he asked God for something and God did not do it. So he went to the devil and asked him, and the devil did it. Devil didn't he tell Jesus that if you bow down and worship me, I will give you all the kingdoms of the earth and the glory thereof. It's not a joke, it's true. He said they are delivered to me. Adam gave it to him, so he can give anything, anybody from that. So I'm not talking about receiving something from the devil. I'm not talking about the job you got by giving bribe. They tell you to pay money before they give you a job. You went and paid money. I'm not talking about that one. I'm not talking about the the one you got by, the admission you got by exam and practice. No. I'm not talking about business you got through other means. Not through the way of God giving it to you. What I notice is that when God is to give you anything, He will give it to you in the way that you will know that it is God that gave it to you. You will not struggle for it. You will not stress yourself for it. He will, he say, I will add every other thing to you. I will add them. When you are seeking the kingdom of God. What does he mean to seek the kingdom of God and I will give you every other thing? Look at it. To seek the kingdom of God is not just going for evangelism. You can say to God, Give me money to establish a business and I'm promising you that this business was established, the profit of it is going to be used to advance your kingdom. By asking that, receiving that, and establishing that business, you are seeking the kingdom of God. And that is why every other thing, whatever you are asking with respect to that, will be given to you. So, what, what are we concluding? Before you can activate the receiving power of faith, you must not only ask, you must ask according to the will of God. Let's look at number three. The third way of activating the receiving power of faith is to be very specific in your action. You must learn to ask specific things from God. Eh. <laughs> So activate the receiving power of faith you cannot just be asking God in a general way eh? let me give you some example you say I you know that you need the gift of the Holy Spirit to advance the kingdom of God you can't just say oh God your kingdom cannot advance without the gift of the Holy Spirit give me the gift of the Holy Spirit no it will not work that way You must be specific and know the exact gifts you are asking from God in fact you must even know the dimension of oppression you want that gift to go as you are asking oh God give me power you must have a definition you know what dimension is do you know what dimension is that is the length the breadth the width and the height you must be definite specific about the the power, the dimension of the power of the Holy Ghost you are asking God for. Yes. If you need money to do the work of God and advance the kingdom of God, then you must be specific in asking God the exact amount. You don't say oh God, give me money. I need money. You must put in that accent the timing, that money must come. And the exact money that you needed. The same thing with job. Oh God, can't you see that since your servant finished your service, he has not gotten job. Oh God, I need a job. You have not asked anything. What kind of job do you need? And somebody will be praying like that, saying that I have been asking God for job You must define the In fact That's why we, we have to establish it first That you must know The will of God It is at that stage of knowing The will of God that you will be able to Know the kind of job God wants you to do In order to advance the kingdom Through it Because God may want this brother now To be in business And advance the kingdom through business But this particular sister he doesn't want her to be in business. You can't say that business is going, let me go and join business. You must get from God, you know, the kind of job he wants you to do at that level, and then even where the job will be located, so that you will be very specific in accent. You know, some of these things are they look simple, but I don't want you to take it, take them simple because they are principles, and if you don't follow them the way they are you can't get the results and that's why some of us say I have been praying okay look at this kind of prayer that is raining among believers Oh Lord show me mercy I need you to show me mercy in my family show mercy in my village in my village show mercy in my uh, marriage I need you to show me mercy as I'm going for IT as I'm going for you service Show what is the meaning of that what do you mean by mercy? the blind batimios in Luke 18 13 to 43 35 at 5 to 43 He said, Lord Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. (laughs) Jesus called him and said, young man, what do you want? What do you want? Mercy. What exactly do you want mercy for? Be specific. Because it's possible that Barthemius is asking that he should give him money. I need mercy. He's a beggar on the road. You must ask Specifically, if you are hungry and you ne- you needed God to provide food for you to eat, don't pray like this. Don't pray like this. Don't say, "Oh Lord, you know that I'm hungry and I have not eaten for some days now because I don't have money." Please, Lord, show me mercy and provide food for me so that I will eat. Is this not looking like a wonderful prayer? You will pray this, the hunger will deal with you that day. You may not be able to receive answers from this kind of prayer. But to you, you are praying If you want The prayer that works Look at the way to pray it Say, oh Lord I need to eat my afternoon food By 2pm Please provide for me Hot pounded yam And well cooked a goosey soup With chicken Or You can give me 500 naira For me To go on or before that time And buy it that is what I need to eat. Be specific. Excuse me. This t- two prayer. Which one do you like better? <laughs> I know you will like the second one better. Now, if you study the difference between the two prayers, you will be able to understand what I'm talking about. You have to be specific. Now, many many of us, because you are not specific, you notice that. You pray, 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 but what you are expecting to receive from God, you will not get there. When the Lord was giving the parable in the book of Luke, chapter eleven, verse five to thirteen, of a friend, look at that scripture. You need to look at it. A friend that went to his friend in the midnight to ask for a uh, a loaf of a loaf of bread so that he will attend to his uh, visitor. Look at what. He said Luke chapter Luke chapter what? 11 Verse Verse 5 And he said unto them Which of you have a friend? And shall go unto him At midnight And say unto him Friend Lend me three loaves Excuse me, what is he asking from his friend? He didn't say, Friend, do you have anything in the house that you can give me so that I will go and attend to my uh, visitors? That's the kind of thing you will ask if it is you. I, I know you. If you have anything, or oh, somebody just visited me now and I don't have anything. Do you have anything at all? That's the way we pray. And that's why you wonder why your prayers are not answered. This man said, I'm not looking for anything, I'm looking for bread. And I'm not looking for one bread. I'm looking for what? Three loaves. Be specific. Don't ask God anything. Anything you can do for me. Just do anything. No. Determine what the will of God is. Is it the will of God that I should eat? Yes. What does he want you to eat? You determine it. Then you ask him specifically to give it to you. I don't know whether you are getting me. Now, when you go down the same the same story, look at verse um, 11. He said, If a son shall ask bread of any of you that is a father, will he give him a stone? Or if he asks a fish, will he give him a serpent? Or if he asks an egg, will he give him what? A scorpion. Specific accent. When a son asks a, a father bread, the father... Because the son is specific, he will not go and give him anything. If you ask anything, you can receive anything. Eh? No, some of us are just saying, oh God, any job at all. Any job at all, even if it is teaching in secondary school. Whatever you, I have been idle for years. You don't know what you need. That's why, you see, believers listen. Many, many, many of us are suffering. Many, many, and you are blaming God because you don't know how to ask specific things according to the will of God for your life. If there is any area of life that we need to pay attention, it is this area. I've seen believers that are, you know, suffering. Suffering in abject poverty. I've seen another kind of believer they are enjoying. They are serving God though, in, righteous, in righteousness and holiness, but they are they are prosperous and financially okay. Giving and you know, giving and lending Which one do you want to be? God does not do magic. God only works by principles. And that is what we are looking at. You must learn how to be specific in asking what the will of God is for your life. Sometimes people wonder. Somebody has met me one day and said, Sir, I want to be like you. I said, what do you mean? I said, ah, the way you, everything is just going fast, fast for you. You you just came back from service. You, you did masters. You did PhD. You have got work. You got lecturing. I just want to be, <laughs> I laughed. I was laughing because he doesn't understand the way. The levels of the foolish wearies every one of them because they don't know the way to the city. Many, many believers, you know, God and the way of God is a wonder to them. They keep wondering. Why is it that I have prayed? Why is it that I'm serving God? Why is it that things are not going like for me? There are principles that you cannot bypass. If you are expecting God to come to your rescue and help your life, you must be specific in asking according to the will of God. That's how things are happening. I have not struggled for anything. For In fact, things happen... Sometimes before I ask, and I understand why, Solomon asks one thing, he, he received so many things. I don't know where you're getting me. So sometimes when I ask one thing, God will give me that thing and add other ones. I never asked God to make me head of department when suddenly without spending good, good two years in a department, I never asked for that. May God give you wisdom in the name of Jesus Christ. The fourth way of activating the receiving power of faith is by asking in faith. I don't know whether you are following us. First one is by what? Asking. But we came to tell you that you don't just act. You must find out the will of God before you ask, And then... When you have discovered the specific will of God and timing of God, you must ask what? Specifically. Specification has to do with you know specifying the dimensions and the everything about what you are asking. The, the fourth one now is that you must ask in faith. In James 1, verse 5 and 6. He says, if anybody lack wisdom, let him do what? let him do what ask God that gives liberally and operated not and it shall be given him but let him ask in faith but let him ask in faith but let him ask in faith you don't just say i have asked did you ask in faith eh In Luke 18, 1-8, Jesus gave a parable of the woman that went to a judge to ask the judge to vindicate her from an enemy that wanted to take her land. And the Bible said that this woman, a widow, persisted, going day after day until the the judge said, this woman has wearied me out. Let me just, you know, solve her problem so that I will have rest. (laughs) And Jesus said, that, that is where God is expecting you to continue to you know persist in action in praying. now do you know that the persistence of this woman indicated her faith there is faith in persistency in prayer. when you ask and you continue acting refusing to go for the alternative. Because this woman, if she has gone the first day and the judge did not listen to her and she said, ah, check my uncle's brother is a lawyer too. I beg, you will not see me again. Make I go and meet my uncle's brother. Alternative. Remember alternative. That's where the problem is whenever you are talking about faith. Your persistency, look at the friend that went to collect something from another friend in the midnight. That young man Remained in the house house, Knocking He refused to go In fact, Jesus said that his friend Came out and gave to him Not because he was his friend No longer relationship matter now But because he has refused to go And the, 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 the friend was like I can't sleep anymore Let me just settle him so that I will sleep Jesus is saying You must learn to remain in prayer Excuse me please You need to determine that the prayer you are praying Is according to God's perfect will. For example You are praying that your husband should repent And get born again Or your wife or your brother Your sister, your father, your mother Is it the will of God for your father to repent? Yes How long shall you pray that prayer? I don't know You must remain there asking and pray Until the answer comes The Bible says he taught them Gave them a parable that men ought to pray And not to faint Don't pray, pray, pray And say say, I am not going to pray again And in such kind of prayer That requires God's intervention eh, To deal with an adversary An enemy You must pray And continue praying Until the answer is received Your persistence is showing your faith And then there are some prayers that You don't even need to come back tomorrow and remember. You know, these remembering things in prayer. No, you don't need to come back tomorrow. There and then, you need to settle it. Because, look at it. You need a phone. And I want to find out. Is it the will of God for somebody in this generation to have a phone? Eh? If you don't want to have a phone, you need to go back to... 18th century and live and I'm not talking about Nokia Touch, because if you have Nokia Touch, you cannot listen to this kind of thing by live stream you need to go to God it's not a difficult thing you are not asking for phone to consume it on your lust you are asking for phone so that you'll be using it to connect and listen to the word of God and browse and get things that will help your life so when you go to pray you are not supposed to stop praying until you get an answer don't say, I will pray it today, tomorrow I will pray it Don't do that kind of thing The friend was not ready to go home He said, I'm going to remain here until I hear God Until I get I got an answer from my friend And that that's the way God You know, sometimes when I go to pray The first thing I normally tell myself Is that See You have you have come to pray And you cannot leave this place Until the answer is gotten. I will first of all inform myself then I will now say to God, I have come for this matter. Maybe to hear you concerning this thing. And I want to let you know that I am not going to live here until I hear your voice. So, I will talk to myself and then I talk to God. Then I will, I will start. Establish a mindset. Somebody say what I say. A mindset of persistency. Educate yourself and also re- report yourself to God that you have come to persist until the answer comes. You are struggling in your business. You are struggling with one trouble or the other. And you know that this is not the will of God. You need to establish that you cannot be remembering t- empty remembrance. Sometimes you also say to somebody, please remember me in your prayer. Just remember. Remember me. So when the person is praying, you will just remember you. May God deliver somebody from that kind of thing. Amen. So you must learn to persist. There are some knowledge of God that you need to have that will help you to always ask in faith. A good number of them, I think we have about seven of them here. You need to know God in, in these seven dimensions for you to be able to, you know, ask God things in faith anytime you are to ask. Number one, you need to have a knowledge of God's abundant and inexhaustible resources. That he has in his heavenly storehouse. Philippians 4 verse 19 said. My God shall supply all my needs. According to what? The economy of Nigeria. According to your salary. That's how you are going to get money to build a house. You see some of you. You need to understand that. God is not operating by the limitation of economic recession. Eh? Meltdown and melt up the bible said he will supply all my needs according to his riches we are in glory Oh, when he was talking about the blessing of titan in malachi 3.10 he said try me and know if I will not open the windows of heaven and rain down blessings to you until you will have no room to contain it brothers and sisters God is not limited by anything. He is the creator of all things. With Him, there is nothing impossible. Excuse me, do you know why you ha- you don't have a house of your own now? I'm talking to you. Do you know why? Number one is that you have not felt a need that I need to have a house. That's number one. Number two, maybe you have not defined what this house should be with respect to the will of God. With respect to the advancement of God's kingdom. The mindset of being a tenant forever is still ruling you. You keep on struggling on how to pay your house rent and you know how to make it up. According to his riches, according to his what? Riches in glory. He is not limited by your pocket. Some of us, you are too calculative. I'm talking to you. You just say, let me calculate how much gain I will make in this business for this month and then extrapolate. Do you know what they call extrapolation in mathematics? Eh? Extrapolate. Something is telling you that for you to ride a car as a civil servant, it is this your salary. You keep on saving it. May God deliver you from such kind of limitation in the name of Jesus Christ. You need to know that the source at which God is going to supply all your needs is not from N power 30,000. Are you, are you hearing me? It's not N power 30,000. There is a glory and riches that are inexhaustible. It doesn't finish. When you want to ask God for something, don't have mercy and say, I don't know whether I, I will ask and it will finish. Some of you cannot be bold and ask God for one million. I'm talking about one million. If they ask you to ask God now, you say, Lord, please, give it is 50,000, I'm okay. May God enlarge somebody's house this night. May you see the need for kingdom advancements. So that your eyes, your heart will, will, will follow the currency. see, the currency of Nigeria is growing. Nobody is talking about million now. They are talking about trillion. We need kingdom advances. That we take charge of the economy. So that the kingdom of God will advance by force. Your heart needs to be enlarged. To see and to know that God's resources are inexhaustible. He cannot give you. A, look, let me let me let me give you a picture of what happens when God gives to you. Do you remember when the disciples were given bread, the one that Jesus used to feed five thousand? Eh? When when they remove any bread, do you know how the thing multiplies? When they remove bread and give to somebody, by the time they bring bring back their hand to collect from the bread, the thing has has replaced itself. And they remove it and and give. By the time they want to give, uh, come back, the thing has replaced. Multiplication in it doesn't excuse me, even if he tried to finish, he will create another one. He can't finish. You must have that knowledge again. You must have a knowledge of God's liberal nature to give to any believer that asks him. We have read it in James chapter 1, the Bible said, verse 5, that. When you lack wisdom or anything, ask God. Who gives? Liberally. The Bible says, He giveth it to all men. Liberally. And operated not. He giveth it to how many men? All men, including you. God is liberal to all men. Jesus was saying in Matthew 5, from verse 42 to 45, that, he was even giving rain to people that doesn't believe in Him. He gave them sunshine. What a liberal God. Somebody will say, I don't believe in God. To hell with God. God, when He will want rain to, to fall, rain will stay falling his, in His house. And He will collect rain. I say, I don't know where this rain is coming from, but I don't believe in God. And yet, the next rain He will still give Him rain. What kind of liberal person is that? If God can give things to people that doesn't believe in Him, how much more you? You must understand that he is a liberal God. He gives to all men. In verse 17 of the same James chapter 1, the Bible says, Every good and perfect gift cometh from who? Every good and perfect gift. Look at that verse. Is is very interesting. Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above and cometh down from the Father of light with whom is no variableness neither shadow of turning every good gift and every perfect gift is coming down from the father is a liberal God somebody say I have a liberal father you know the problem that some of us has is that this your natural stinginess is making you to think that God is as stingy as you are may God deliver you from your own stinginess so that you will understand that God is not stingy like you the flesh you carried from Adam that is stingy the next knowledge you need to have is the knowledge of your sonship rights and privileges. That was what the prodigal son knew. He knew his rights as a son. He knew that as a son he's a heir, an inheritor of the father's property. And he said to the father, give me the property that fell to me. Are you a son of God? As many as are led by the spirit of God are what? Sons of God in Romans eight verse fourteen, and then in verse sixteen, he said that the Spirit of God beareth witness with our spirit that we are sons of God. And he said, if sons, then we are heirs. We are heirs. We are inheritors. Look at Galatians chapter four verse seven. He's repeating the same thing. Galatians chapter four and verse seven. Wherefore thou art no more a servant, but a son, and if a son. Then a heir of God through Christ if you are a son then you are a heir the father of the the prodigal son son, told the elder son my son you are ever with me and all I have is yours do you know the meaning of that all I have is yours point at me and say all that God has is yours hallelujah do you know that I am a, a, I am inheritor of the whole heaven and the earth? How do I know? Who is the owner of heaven and earth? He says, "Silver is mine, gold is mine." He said "Cattle on a thousand hill, cattle on a thousand hill belong to who?" Ah. Do you know that you are an inheritor, a here, a joint here with Christ, because you are a son. You must have a knowledge Of your sonship rights and privilege It is that knowledge that will make you To know how to act in faith Because you must act in faith You must act believing That the thing you are asking for is there And you, you have rights to collect it Because the, the prodigal son father is not even thinking What if I ask my father to give me um, uh, And No He knows that he will give it to him He say, father Give me my own portion that's the way to ask how did I say you ask? father give me that which belongs to me because I'm a son you must also know, the know have the knowledge of God's love mercy and fatherly care that was the knowledge that brought the boy back he knew how forgiving and merciful his father is and he said if I go back to my father he has hired servants that is giving food every day and they are happy. How much more me that is their son? If I go back, this man will accept me. He has a knowledge about his father that his father can forgive and accept him back. And that was what made him to go back and say, Father! He knows how to call his father. The other one, when he wants to talk, he says, he doesn't know how to call father because he doesn't have the spirit of sonship. Father! have sinned against heaven and before you. Forgive me. You need to have a knowledge of this God. How can a God that is giving food to the best of the air, how can he abandon you? You don't know how merciful he is, even to the animals that he created. Have you read some of these Psalms? Eh? Psalm 106, Psalm 103. He said the Lord is merciful and gracious. Psalm 103, One 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 one. Look at Psalm one one one. Psalm one one one, verse four and five. He said, "He has made his wonderful works to be remembered. The Lord is gracious and full of compassion. He has given food unto them that fear him. He will ever be mindful of his covenant. The Lord is what? Is is gracious." And full of compassion, full of compassion, full of compassion, full, full of compassion. May you have that knowledge about this Father. He can. The only problem is that you you will not ask, and you will not be specific. You will not find out what his will is, and you will not ask in faith. You will not follow his principle. And so it looks as if you cannot receive anything from God The receiving part of faith Is activated by these principles Again You must have a knowledge of God's covenants And promises As it pertains to giving and receiving Proverbs 19 Verse 17 said He that gives to the poor Lends to the Lord and he shall give him whatsoever that he has given. Back. Proverbs nineteen seventeen: He that gives to the poor, you are lending money to God. And God will surely pay you back. It's a promise. Anytime you give to the poor, go back and say, God, this is a covenant. This is a promise. Eh? In Matthew chapter 5, verse Matthew chapter 10, verse 42. He said, if you give a cup of cold water to a disciple of Christ, as little as cup of cold water, Jesus said you will not lose your reward. He said, if you give a cup of cold water to any of these people that are my disciple, in the name of a disciple, read your Bible very well, you will never lose your reward. When disciples enter your house and you willingly and happily go to the kitchen, cook food and bring for them to eat. I'm not. It has passed beyond cold water now. And you are now feeding disciples. Jesus said you will not lose your reward. Ah! You want to joke with God in his covenant and promises? Jesus spoke in Luke 6, 38 and said, Give and it shall be given to you is a covenant. Givers are receivers. See, there is he that scattereth, yet he gains more. And he that withholdeth more than his meat and he tendeth to poverty. He's not rhyming with the principle of save and have more. Jesus' own principle says what? Give. 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 If you are a giver and you, you are in need and say, God, give me. That covenant will come to you. That covenant will follow you. You can never be a, you can never be in lack. The reason why you are in lack and you always you are not giving. I talked to one brother about this because he's always in lack, always you know borrowing and you know you keep on. And one day he repented, and he started giving, and he came to me and, and gave me a, gave me money. And the money is small. But he said, I want to start practicing what you have taught me. I want to, because I have not been given. I'm always at the receiving end. You know Lazarus. You know Lazarus. Rich man and Lazarus story. Eh? Lazarus was a beggar. The Bible said there was a certain beggar named Lazarus. Certain beggar. Certain beggar named Lazarus. He's, he's, a, he's a Christian or he's righteous because he went to heaven. But He didn't have his own mansion in heaven. I don't want to teach on uh, giving. Let me not digress. But I want you to know that there is is a covenant. Give and it shall be given to you. Another knowledge you need to have is the knowledge of God's promise to answer every prayer that is according to his way. We have met it in First John 5, verse 14 and 15. He said, this is the confidence we have. That if we ask anything according to his will, he heareth it us. It's a confidence. And we know, if we know that he hears us, we know that we receive from him whatsoever we ask. If you know how God is waiting to answer, hear and answer any prayer that is according to his will. Excuse me, you will pray with boldness. And you, will, you can be sure that he will answer you. This is the confidence. We are not afraid. We are not shaking. We are not doubting. I know that I will get this answer from him. I have confidence. Why and how? Because anytime asked, I am asking anything that is according to his will, he will hear me. And if he hears me, the answer is settled, says the Bible. The word of God does not fall to the ground. Heaven and earth will pass away, but this scripture cannot cannot but be fulfilled. Now, the last knowledge is the knowledge of Christ as our great High Priest, who is passed into the heavens and is passionately interceding for us at the right hand of God. Now, in Hebrews chapter four, verse from verse fourteen, he said, "Seeing that we have a great High Priest that is." Passed into the heavens Eh? Let us come boldly Verse 16 Verse 14 said Seeing that we have a great high priest That is passed into the heavens Jesus the son of God Let us hold fast our profession Verse 16 Let us therefore come boldly Let us therefore Based on the fact that This man is our great high priest At the throne interceding for us let us therefore come boldly how are we supposed to come please boldly unto the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in the time of need so you need to equip yourself with this seven dimensional knowledge no knowledge of God it will help you to any time you are going to God you are going with all confidence and goodness to act in faith. And I tell you, when you ask in faith, you will receive. Eh? When you ask with the knowledge that what you are asking is there, and the person that you are asking is ever ready to give to you, you cannot but have it. The last uh, way of activating the receiving power of faith is by receiving receiving by faith eh? if the receiving part of faith will be activated then we must not only learn to ask in faith but also learn to receive in faith to ask in faith is not thing sentence to receive in faith many believers know how to ask in faith but they don't know how to receive in faith an important knowledge that we must have so as to be able to receive in faith is that God has released through his divine power whatsoever we need for life and for godliness. Will you please go to 2nd Peter chapter 1 verse 3? 2nd Peter chapter 1 verse 3. According as his divine power has given unto us. All things that pertain unto life and godliness through the knowledge of him that has called us to glory and virtue. According as his divine power has given unto us. Read your Bible well. His divine power is not going to give to us. His divine power has what? Given unto us. How many things? all things that we need for life for normal life there are things we need for life we need food for life, we need house for life, we need money to be doing some transaction for life there are things we need for godliness things that will enable us to live a godly life we need the baptism of the Holy Spirit we need the gift of the Holy Spirit we need a power. We need anointing. The Bible says that God's divine power has given us. You need to know this. Because what we are going to be doing when you come to the level of receiving is to receive what God has what? Give it. If they say, brother, that uh, maybe somebody called you from post office or... You know, let me use post office even though it's no longer invoked now to come and receive your parcel that has been posted for you after your name just you receive a, a phone call like that when you are going to that place you know that you are going to receive are you getting me? when you get there what are you going to tell them? give me the parcel there is a mindset you are going with. The mindset you are going with is not a mindset, let me go and know whether my person has come. You are aware that the parcel is there after your name. You got the information from a reliable source that the thing has been released. Eh? The parcel is with them, there. Go and receive. Are you following what I'm saying? That is what we mean by receiving in faith. All you just need to do is when you reach there, you stretch forth your hand. Do you know that if you are not sure that the thing is there, when you go there, the first question you're going to ask them is, you know, please, I came to shake whether any person that be and so so and them has arrived. Am I correct? That is asking in doubt. And asking in doubt always leads to receiving in doubt. Unfortunately, there's nothing like receiving in doubt. But acting in faith, because you know, you are aware that the thing is there. Oh my God. Ephesians chapter 1 verse 3 said, Blessed be God who has blessed us with every blessing in the heavenly places. Every spiritual blessing. He has re- released it unto us. He has given it to us. All the blessings, all of them, In the heavenly places has been released. All we just need to do to receive the blessing is to do what? Appear for receiving. Turn your Bibles to Mark chapter 11. I want us to see some uh, principles of receiving in faith from that verse as we conclude. Mark chapter 11. Look at verse 24. Therefore... I say unto you, what what things soever you desire, when you pray, believe that you receive them and you shall have them. Jesus is the one talking here. He said, what things soever you desire, I hope you are going to balance the scripture now. How are you going to balance it? He's not saying desire anything, no. Whatsoever that you desire That is what? According to his will When you have ascertained That that desire is according to his will Then you enter into the next level What is the next level? You pray First of all you must desire Some of us are without desire Eh? You don't have any desire you don't have any passion for God for his kingdom to advance there are some of us eh? all you are saying is "Oh God you know I'm, I, I keep telling brothers and sisters that the reason why you need to ask God to give you more money is because money is needed to advance the kingdom not because you want to be rich like the unbeliever in your neighborhood I'll be answering a rich man. I read a woman of God that wrote a book on prosperity and she said something that touched me on the first page of that book. She said that if you want to go to heaven alone, then don't desire to be prosperous. Prosper but if you are intending and you are hoping that you want to take some people to heaven along with you, then you must desire to be a prosperous person because for you to be able to you know spread the gospel for you to be able to do some certain things in advancing the kingdom there is a need for what? for money so and that is why if you are desiring that God will make you to be a prosperous man And the only reason why you are desiring it is so that you can be a a financier of God's kingdom according to his economy that he has vested on your life. I'm telling you that desire is according to the perfect will of God. I mean, if that is your true desire, I'm not talking about those who are saying, "Eh, well, I need to have money so that I will be a gospel financier. You people should be going. We'll be sponsoring you. I'm not talking about that kind of empty talk. I'm talking about even in the dream like Solomon, God will ask you, what do you want? Even in the dream, you say, oh God, in the dream, I wish you can make me rich so that I can finance your work. If truly this is your desire and hunger, I want you to get ready because if you go to the next level of praying, you will see the answer. But the problem that some of us have is that You don't have such desire. Holiness unto the Lord. Holiness in the morning, afternoon, and night. If only I can have my daily bread, I'm okay. You will go to heaven alone anyway. But I think that is, you know, lack of love too. There is a thin line anyway because covetousness can be covered by desire to to be rich in order to advance the kingdom. I'm talking about those who are sincere. Those who are genuine those whose desire and hunger is after God and after his kingdom there are people like that and I wish you can be one of them the reason why God will make you to be wealthier than you know anything else you are thinking of is because not because you will be having money for yourself but because that money around your life can can be used to advance his kingdom whatever I'm not only talking about money it can it is applicable in health in every aspect if you needed your body to be in health for you to you know always doing the work of God excuse me you cannot be begging for it. the Lord will be readily you see I keep telling people that you must understand what your rights and privileges are as sons of as sons as a son of God so that you can claim it. And get it from God. I'm talking about desire because your desire must be strong for your prayer to be strong. Write it down. My desire, Jesus said, whatsoever you desire when you pray. If your desire is not passionate, you can never pray passionate and fervent prayers. And the Bible says in James 5 16 that the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man is one that avert much fervent prayers cannot be said out of weak desire. You need to have a reason to desire to become you know strong and healthy. Desire to be wealthy. Beyond measure. I'm talking to believers, genuine disciples. So that when God provides that for you, you know that the reason why God has made me wealthy is that oh, the people of God need a land where they can build a camp. You say, ah, forget about it. I'm going to pay for the land. Another person will say, ah, everything about the building is my own. Before you know it, this person will say, I'm getting a boss for evangelism. That is, This is the, the realm at which the, 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 the work of God should advance. And not all these beggarly, you know, thing that we are seeing. There must be a desire. I am provoking someone this night to have a desire that is strong. That will make you to pray a prayer that is strong. Without a strong desire, there cannot be strong prayer. And when you have settled the reason why you you want what you want, then you enter into the realm of serious, strong, persistent prayer that must not be stopped until the answer and response is received. What Jesus meant here is not praying and going away, but praying and getting a response from God. Because you, you will not believe your own word in prayer, but the response that came from God. When you pray does not mean when you talk and go. It's when you pray, when you talk and get a response from God. The response you got from God is what to believe. Because faith is believing God's word, not believing your word. When you pray, Jesus knows what he meant by prayer. Prayer is not only talking to God. Prayer is talking to God and hearing from God. That aspect of receiving a response from God is very important You get there in the point of prayer. So that that response is will form the the, 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 the platform on which your faith will be predicated. And when you base your faith on that response, that word of God, it can never fail. And then after praying, what is the next thing, please? Believe that you receive them and it will be yours. Please, take note that there is believing that you have received it Before receiving it Did you notice that? You must believe that you have received it Before you will receive it You will not receive it Before you believe that you have received it The principle of receiving in faith Means that you must believe that you have received That 2 billion naira that you ask God For kingdom advancement Or whatever you must believe that you have received it Before the thing we do what? We come and become a reality Do you understand? You are asking God for a baby You got married and you needed a baby And you say God give me a baby After praying for a baby Believe that you have received that baby It is when you believe that you have received that baby That is when you will receive the baby it is not when you see the baby that you will start believing that you have received. When you see the baby and you start believing, there is nothing to believe again. Like Thomas. Thomas kind of faith say, Until I see, I will not believe. That is not faith. That is actually unbelief. Believe that you have received it and you will see it. That is faith. So we, we must master how to, how to receive in faith. How to believe that we have received the answer before the answer comes. You need a job. And you have desired this job. And say, God, if you can make me a lecturer, I I, I vow to you, oh God, that no student will pass by me without hearing the gospel. I will use that platform to preach the gospel to every student, when I go to lecture, when I meet them on my, in my office, Lord, just count on me. Count this thing I'm telling you. This job I'm asking you for is for your kingdom advancement. Just give it to me and see what I will do. That is a strong accent that is predicated on a strong desire for kingdom advancement. If you finish that prayer, ask, when do you know that you are finished? You know when that you are finished when you will hear God saying, my son, have heard what I want you to do now is to begin to go for evangelism every week that can be a response and I tell you you may go for that evangelism for the next three weeks you will get a call the way it will happen you will know that it is not man it is not your struggle Eh? the way I became a lecturer is by text message come and pick your appointment letter, that's all I never gone gone there for anything somebody just said, please uh, uh, give me your application, let me submit I didn't even like the place there but I said, okay since you are my supervisor in PhD, you can take it so that it will not be as if I'm disrespecting you that's the mindset I used to give it to you but when the, the text message came I went to God and said God are you the one that is giving me the job or UNF and God said I am the one go I have sent you there for my kingdom advancement that is why I am there I know it what are you as a believer as a Christian your life must be different from unbelievers life your desire must be predicated on kingdom advancement not just Lord I need this I give. no no what do you desire? Then after desire, pray and get assurance that you have gotten an answer from God. Look at the things you must begin to do to prove that you have believed before the receiving. Number one, excuse me, we are dealing with things that will enable you to you know, establish your believing before receiving. Number one, you must stop praying about the matter if you believe that you have received the job please when you go back again to pray don't pray about the job if you say God this contract that I have put my bidding for Lord I want you to give it to me I promise you that the profit coming from this contract the money I'm going to make out of it i'm going to use it to advance your kingdom after praying and god uh, you, you 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 god responds to your prayer you say lord i believe that i have received it don't ever pray for that contract again don't ask somebody and say pray for me i am i have applied for contract don't do it are you getting me you know you know we like that kind of thing when you finish praying you now see a man of God, and you now say a man of God. I have applied for counter so Please help me to pray. When you are saying man of God, help me to pray. What you are saying to God is that the one I prayed is not, is not serious. Don't count on that one. I pray. And when you finish telling this man of God, you there was a lady, a young, a young lady that you know, ah, you need a job. You will tell this man of God, pray for me. I need a job. You tell the other man of God, pray for me, I need a job. Which one will God answer? You want all the men and women of God to be praying for you for a job. Do you know that even your own prayer, if you believe it, you don't need to ask any man of God to pray for you. You don't! Stop praying if you believe that you have been hurt. Okay, sister, come, 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 come. Fast, fast, fast. I want to ask you to give me your pen. Eh? So, give me your pen. Behave like God now. You will not give immediately. Eh? Then, I believe that you have given me your pen. Now, am I with any pen? How do I show that I have believed? How do I show? Thank you for giving me your pen. If I have the pen, should I still ask for the pen? No! Stop asking for it. God, I need a husband. I need a wife. I need a job. When you have prayed, basing your desire on kingdom advancement, your marriage must have kingdom advancement in you know, value. If you finish that, the next thing is to stop praying. If somebody comes and say, ah, sister it's like, uh, we need to pray for your marriage," or so is like, don't see it as, a, as an opportunity, as a favor. Tell the person, please don't pray for me, oh, for marriage. I have prayed and God has had me. God has established my marriage. You will not like that. Because a natural man like prayer. Just call for prayer. You see people that will come and kneel down and raise their hand and say, you know, release it of me. Eh? Stop praying. Believe. That's number two. Begin to thank God. Number three. Mobilize people that will join you to thank God. Mobilize people as many as possible. Eh? That will come and join you. Please. Join me to thank uh, this sister for giving me pen. Pen has not entered your hand In fact, if possible, go for public thanksgiving in the church. You say, Lord, I need a baby. I need a baby. You are not pregnant yet. Your wife is not pregnant. Tell the priest or the pastor, I'm coming for thanksgiving for my baby next Sunday. Go for thanksgiving after prayer. I'm telling you, mobilize people to join you in thanksgiving. That's how it happens. Your promotion is being delayed. Your promotion as a civil servant is being delayed. People are sitting on it. Excuse me, go for Thanksgiving over that promotion. Pray and believe and then go for Thanksgiving. You will see the thing happen by fire, by force. What is number four? Stop confessing to others that you have not received it. Stop confessing. We have dealt with the profession of our faith. And then finally, begin to act as if you already have it. That was what we treated last week. The demonstration of your faith. When you do this You are demonstrating your faith And what you have asked the Lord About Must de- definitely manifest I don't have time anymore To share a lot of testimonies Of things that I have received from God This way It's so obvious When you hear the testimony You know that this is not a struggle This is God doing it Our life as believers Is not supposed to be life of struggle You'll be struggling with this one No, 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 no we must learn to, you know, activate the receiving power of faith. And when you activate the receiving power of faith, you will see yourself receiving things. Everything you ask from God by faith. Remember there are five ways of activating the receiving power of faith. What is number one? You must ask him. You must ask. What is number two? You must ask according to the will of God. What is number three? You must ask in faith. What is number four? Eh? You, number three is you must be specific. Then number four is that you must what? Ask in faith. Number five is that you must what? You must receive in faith. Rise on your feet and let us pray. Can you begin to respond to me? To the word of God That has come to us this evening On the receiving power of faith You can see the reason why It seems as if God is not answering prayer It seems as if Somebody said to me I have prayed, I have done this and all of that But I have not received See, you need to cross check these five principles You need to cross check them And be sure That you are not missing Because they are laws. There are laws of receiving things from God by faith. A law does not accept any omission. You must follow it verbatim, the way it is. Can you respond to Him? Can you say to God, thank you for your word. Help me to walk according to it. From today, I want to begin to live according to this word. I need to be a doer of this word. Deliver us, deliver us. We must rise up because our father owns the land. Our father owns the land. The Bible says in Psalm 24, the earth is the Lord and the fullness thereof. The earth is the Lord and the fullness thereof. The people and everyone that is on it. Lende, lende, lebo, Your life will be tribulation when you become a man of faith. Please don't trivialize this prayer. Make sure you are praying. Make sure you are, you are, you are praying. You must sort out this matter well tonight. You must not be like the prodigal son elder brother. You are not happy that another brother is progressing and you are progressing. A sister will say, play, play with me, I receive a proposal. And you become jealous. Why? You are not asked. Go to heaven where they receive things. No man can receive anything except coming to him from heaven. John the Baptist combated heaven for 12, 12 18 years and heaven responded and in six months his generation had his voice. What are you doing? You have not asked God for power. You have not asked God for dimension of power. You are, are not specific in and, accent, and you are envying another man of God. You are jealous. God you are criticizing. God you are God carrying God propaganda, God backbiting. It for life will you ask God, God to forgive you the ways God you have walked against God the laws of God faith God. and say, God, from today I must follow this, this principle of receiving things by faith. Faith has power. By the power of faith we receive. Take a stand. Take a stand. You don't say that I've been receiving something before. It may be just the general mercy that God is showing everybody. This basic things you must receive by faith. You must. You must follow the laws of faith. This mm-hmm. is how ministry mm-hmm. prospers. This mm-hmm. is how a minister blows up. Because he has understand the principle of prosperity by faith. Another minister will be struggling you know, because he doesn't know the road to the city. This evening you must rise up from that poverty. You must rise up from that mindset that is wrong and you to follow the correct way the correct principle. my name is <tries> the name of the the of the
0: to ask you
1: help me to ask you in Help me to ask with that
0: song. listen,
1: listen, there is one thing that. I want us to pray about, is like a hub of this whole thing we have discussed this night. The issue of acting according to the will of God. You need to determine that this is the way. I gave us some light. Kingdom advancement. See, Until your life shifts away from selfishness. From self and the desires of things for yourself. God said to Solomon, because you have not asked for riches for yourself you have not asked long life for yourself you are not praying fall and die for your enemy's life I will give you this this kingdom advancement wisdom you are asking I will give it to you and I will give you every other thing the heart of Solomon is after God the heart of Solomon is after the will of God Is after the purpose of God. Can you pray and say, God, give me a heart that is after your will? The Bible said, David was a man after God's heart. Make me a man that is 100% committed to your kingdom advancement, 100% committed to your will, that I will be seeking your kingdom day and night. The welfare of your kingdom day and night. It shall be my occupation and preoccupation. Can you pray that prayer? That you become a man that is occupied and preoccupied by the kingdom advancement you know purpose. Glad that our hearts will be Ah, that 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 determines the kind of things that will be happening around your life. You don't just want to compete with anybody. It is not a matter of comparison of your ministry or of your wealth with someone else. It is because you have a purpose. A kingdom advancement purpose. Hey, Malabo Shanda. Ask God to give you a large heart, a heart that is large for the kingdom, not the size of your own heart, not the size of your own heart. You need a pray Malabo Shanda, Malabo Shanda, your kingdom in my heart. Malabo Shanda, Malabo Shanda, better. Make my heart so glad, so I can bless your kingdom. Make my heart so glad, so I can bless your things so good. Make my heart so I your In the name of Jesus. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen.
0: There
1: are so many things to pray about. I, 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 I want to advise you this night. Take time to go through these five principles, five ways of activating the receiving power of faith and establish them through prayer in your life. I said this night, somebody is hearing me now, but I hope you will do this this night. I hope you will take time this night to do this. Now, I just want you to, if you know one thing that is according to the will of god in your life you know and you are sure that is according to the will of god i want us to practice this message now and ask god for that thing now i want to join my faith with your faith so that i will you know declare the end of that need in your life the provision the meeting of it in your life I want to pray with you and pray for you concerning one thing you are sure that you have been asking God and it is according to his will it has a kingdom advancement value just pray that I give you one minute to pray that prayer and I will join with you to pray that prayer and after we finish praying please, it is a joint prayer I want you to believe believe that God has heard it I want you to know that as I am led to pray with you, God is waiting to hear the prayer. And when he hears it, he will respond to it. And I tell you, there shall be testimonies. Can you pray that prayer? What is that which you are desiring? One thing. Just one thing. Make sure that that one thing is according to God's advanced, kingdom advancement purpose. Le, 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 bo shaka according to his riches and glory not according to pandemic economic recession according to his inexhaustible resources hey Jesus in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I want to pray for you now. And pray with you. Father, as many tonight that has asked you for one thing and that one thing they have prayed for is in line with your perfect will for their life. According to your purpose. The kingdom advancement Purpose. In this generation, in this time, Lord I ask, on their behalf I ask that you arise a kalebo shaka kabu 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 lende levo shanda rama kula zirima kande lende luma suka yende lebo zirima kamu la rima mama Let there be a performance of that which they have asked. Let it happen so fast that they will begin to imagine. So this God answers prayer as fast as this. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. In the name of Jesus Christ. Finally, before we close, can you just say to God? Open my eyes, show me this knowledge. There are seven knowledge we mentioned that you need to have in order to act in faith. The eighth one is about receiving in faith. Say, God, open my eyes, show me these things. Show me your riches in glory so that I can ask according to it. Open my eyes, enlarge my heart so that I will see them. I'm praying for you right away. Father, I ask you, O oh God, for a revelation knowledge of these seven aspects of knowing you that we are, we ought to have in order to be able to act in faith and receive in faith. Let it be released unto everyone here tonight and those that are connecting to us and those that will later follow us in this message in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Father. Blessed be your name. Can you just say, Father, I'm, I'm, I'm grateful. I appreciate you for what you have done. I will walk in faith. I will live in faith. I will act in faith. I will receive in faith. I will live I will, everything must be thank in you faith and I
0: will be overcoming
1: thank you father for what you've done in our lives here tonight oh, it's in God, Jesus
0: mighty name God. we have prayed amen thank you for listening to Moment of Encounter it's indeed it was brought to you by Calvary Way Revival Labors, Enugu Nigeria like we always say um, we are very much interested in your questions, your testimonies comments and your feedback please do well to send any of this to our email and our address is at Labels at gmail.com I repeat, Labels at gmail.com For further information on our programs, our messages, which are, will be of great blessings to you, please do well to visit our website at www.calvarywayonline.org That is org. You could also like our Facebook and Telegram pages at Way Revival Libors. We'll be back same time next week on the same channel till then, endeavor to put into practice God's word that you have heard today. May the Almighty God preserve you, keep you in these evil days and bless you mightily. Thank you, good night.